Hey, my friend, this is something that I wasn't quite sure about. I wasn't going to bother. Because why bother? Why is it important to bother? What are you talking about, Cluffy? Well, bother about you. Bother doing stuff. Bother about being a better you. Why would you bother? Why would you bother? Is it important to you to learn a little bit more and then live a richer life? If it is, have a listen after this. Hello, and I'm here by duty and honour of my country to warn you, you're entering into the personal space of personal development unplugged. And it may seriously, yes, seriously, uh, make your life so much better. Thank you. Warning. 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 You are entering into the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. Clough. Too late. Personal development unplugged. Hey, my friend. How are you today? Thank you for listening. I appreciate your time, by the way. I really do appreciate you and the time you give me. Because, well, I like this conversation I have with you because it's not just a conversation I'm having with you. It's really. Well, one I'm having with myself, I guess, because a lot of the notes and a lot of the things I talk about are really like a, an auditory journal, I guess, things I'm thinking about, things that are concerning me. And one of the things I thought to myself was, why is it important to be here? And that brought me to a little thing that I, I found years and years ago as I was creating Cambridge Hypnotherapy with my younger son. And I was doing the website, doing a very bad job at putting all the narration and the, the writing and the copy and what have you on a website. Never done it before. And I just put these things down. And then I saw this little saying, and I can't remember where I saw it, but then I saw it again on a bookmark. And it was wonderful because there was just this little picture. And under, underneath the words were, dream, create, excel. And I thought to myself, that's exactly what I'm doing. Don't know about the excelling bit, but I'm certainly dreaming. Love dreaming. I love dreamers. I like creating. And I like trying to excel. But what's that got to do with what's the point about being here? Well, you see, I don't know if it's important to you, but think about this. What's the point of knowing whatever you do, whatever you do in this world right now, whatever you're doing, whatever you've done, everything you've ever done, it could always be a bit better. Whoa, Cluffy, is that depressing or is that something else? Well, let's get a little bit more, even more specific. Let's dive down a little bit. Knowing whatever you do for yourself, you can always do better. So I'll say that again. You can always do better. Think about it. You're here. Personal development. Self-improvement. Trying to make a better you. 
And whatever you do, whatever you do for yourself, whatever you learn, whatever you create, whatever you dream of, you can always do better. So why bother, bro? Why bother, sister? Yeah, that's what I wrote down. I don't know why I wrote bro and sister. But hey, why bother? Why bother? And there's so much to learn. So much to learn. And you know when you start learning that you'll never know it all. So why would you bother? Why would you blooming bother? But the thing is, and I thought about this, because this is not depressing, by the way. It's not going to be a, a down and a moody thing. But these were the thoughts that were going through my head at one time. And I'm going through a lot of other stuff. So I understand where they're coming from a little bit about bothering and why bother. And I'm working through some stuff, but that's a little bit about this. But it did help me going through this. And I thought to myself, what if a brain surgeon had that belief, that thought, that if it wasn't, I don't know, wasn't true, what, what would happen if they had that belief? You know, if it wasn't true or it was true, and why bother? You wouldn't, why would a brain surgeon be a brain surgeon? Because they'd never finished learning. And I guess, are you getting the point of this? Are you getting the point? And that's it, you see. You, you're done. There's no more. See, if you did know that, see, what I'm trying to get at, and I know I've cocked this bit right up, if that wasn't true, that you couldn't learn anymore, if you couldn't keep increasing what you know, getting better every moment, if that wasn't true, that you can always get better. If it wasn't true, you can get to your best and that's it. What would happen? You know, you would be done. There would be no more to do. You would know absolutely bloody everything about what you were, you were doing and what you could do and all that stuff. What would be the point of that? Because that would be, to me, my thought was, how fucking boring that would be if I knew I couldn't do better. If I knew, I'm, that's it. My best is my best. I can't learn anymore. That would be, to me, the why bother. You see, for me, not knowing how good I can be or how good it can get, well, that inspires me to keep searching. Think about it now. If you really knew there's always something even better, just that little bit more effort, that little bit more persistence, that little bit more curiosity, and you would be even better. That feeling could get even, even more intense, that wonderful feeling of, of just being you could get even more richer. Wouldn't that inspire you? Does that inspire you to keep searching? Because, you see, if I get to a place where it feels good, and I really believe, and that it can get better, that's really awesome to me. See, here's the thing. Imagine this. Let's, let's, just, let's just think about this for a moment. Have you ever had a time when you felt good? What, and yeah, you're going to say, yeah, I've had loads of times, or I've, had, well, I've only had a couple. I don't want you to have a couple. I don't want you to have loads, but I do. But for this particular little bit, I just want you to have one specific memory. Just home in on one specific memory. If you can't think of one right now, just go inside and say to your unconscious mind, hey, what's a, give me a specific 
memory where a time in my past where I just felt good. Doesn't matter how good, but felt good. Could be when I felt really good. And good is such a general generalization. So it could be anything that matches good. Okay, you got it? Good. Now, if you're driving, skip this little bit or just listen and don't do it. But if you're not driving and you're okay, you can do it standing, sitting, as long as you're going to be okay and safe. Just remember that particular time. That's right. Just remember it. Remember it as a picture or a movie in your mind's eye. And then go there so you can remember it even more specifically. See what you saw. See what you saw then. See all the colours, the things, everything that you saw visually, because that's the way you do it. And everything you heard that back then. Hear what you heard back then. And feel that feeling good. And then know this feeling can get better. And just imagine this, because this is an imagination, imagine doubling that feeling. Because that's what you can do. Feeling even better. And as you know that you can just double that feeling, if you want to, you can double it again. Turn it right up, make it even more intense. Just the feeling. So it feels so, so good now. And then knowing things can just get better, let them generalize into every other context of your life. This feeling of feeling good. To strive for it. To find it. Boom. More better everywhere. And open your eyes, or if you didn't close your eyes, keep them open. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, isn't it good to know that, to me, even good can get even better? I do this so much with my clients. They get to a feeling, and I just say, double it. Make it more intense. Wallow in it. And you see them physically go, oh. And that was auditory, but, you know, this is a podcast, and you're listening to it. So I have to go, ah, for you to see it, if you get what I mean. Now, let's just flip that over. Let's just flip it to maybe feel some pain just for a moment. Maybe just imagine this. This could be you, but maybe you know somebody that just lives out in existence. And this is nothing against them. This is just somebody who, well, maybe they go to bed at night. They sleep. They get up in the morning, have their breakfast, go to work, do their nine to five or whatever, even longer. Some people do it. And they don't necessarily enjoy their work, but they just do it because there's a need to do that work. And they get home. They have their tea, their dinner. They might go to the pub or they might just sit down and watch telly, the TV. And then they go to sleep again. And that happens. Day after day after day, they go to sleep. They go and do that, that work that really doesn't inspire them. They come home. They eat again. The TV. Maybe a bit of drink. And then go to bed again. Day after day after day. Unless you think about that, that could have been you. Could have been. Could have been you. But... And I do love a but here because that negates everything that's just gone gone there. It's not you. 
because you're here. You're here. And the reason you're here means you are going to develop yourself personally, as in personal development. You're going to improve yourself because that's what you're going to do. And personal development, self-improvement has so many facets. Obviously you, that's the main thing. But within you, you have things like career, relationships, your health. And each one of those has so many other, call them sub-facets, different levels maybe. So if you think of your career, well, it could be just being better at what you do. It could be working for a promotion. It could be learning to go up those levels. Right? It could be looking and having that goal for running your own department. It could be changing a career. I know when I was in my other life career, I had goals of the things I wanted to do at every age, and I beat every blooming time. But that was me. That was what I focused my attention on, mainly then. But then we said relationships. Now, relationships, what's a sub-facet, sub a level of that? Well, you've got one-to-one, -one, that romantic relationship. But then you've got maybe children. And you don't have to have children. You could be an uncle, an aunt, or you just know somebody with children. That's a different relationship, isn't it? The way you're seen by them. That role model, maybe. But then you've got your social relationships. Your friends. You've got family, just general family. And you've also got your colleagues at work. And we're back to work again. It's another set of relationships. So you can see now that even these... So I love the word sub-facet. I don't even know what it means. Yet, they're all interlinked, aren't they? Let's go to health. Your health. Now that's got... Could be diet. Just eating healthily. Could be eating healthily to be a different weight, a different shape. It could be your fitness. Maybe you want to have more aerobic fitness, be able to breathe. Maybe it's like yoga, you get flexibility. Maybe it's more core that you want stability. Maybe it's like a mental health where you would do meditation, mindfulness, stopping and pausing listening to a wonderful podcast. <laughs> but, can you, but all of those will affect your relationships. All of those will affect your career. And every one of those could be better. Whatever you do could be better. But the reason and the good thing about that, and this is what it really excites me, is if you just improve one, the ripples of change will go through the other sub-levels of that, that particular section, but they'll also spread out and contaminate in a good way those other areas of your life, and especially you. You know, because these are all parts of you, but there's also that part about, you know, where we have to look at you, how you look after yourself. Your, and it's a little bit more than just mental health, as in, meditation, but it's also doing those clearing things, getting rid of things like anxiety, getting post-traumatic stress disorder, phobias, fears. You know, you clear those out, and I guarantee you everything you do within your career, your relationships, your health, your whatever, whatever, you fill in the blank, they will get it even better. And as they get even better, the ripples of change will 
generalize into all those other areas. So, you know, what else? What else other sublevels can you can you think of? What other things could could you do? Do you do that makes this so important to bother? And I think to yourself, why is this important? Because there's never a moment that you can be bored because there's so much to do. Now, think of that a little bit in less overwhelming things, but, you know, can I? Constant and never-ending never improvement, if you just hold that in your mind. Can I just be a little bit better? But, of course, you have to have a goal. But let's return to you for a moment, because we just touched on that. We, we did the, you know, those different categories, if you call it. But let's just return to you. You know, your personal development, your self-development. You know, in some ways, you could call it your, well, I've heard it before, this self-sovereignty, which is where you're just looking after you. And that's not in a selfish way, but it is selfish. Because I get so many people in, in, in the hypnotherapy clinic saying, you know, I've got to do things for other people. Because it's selfish if I work on myself. And you think about it. You know, it's selfish to work on yourself. Well, I can get that if you're going to say, well, I'm going to go running all the time and therefore not have room for my career or the relationships I have with my one-to-one romantic, my children, my family, my social life. Not selfish, it's just maybe misdirected and just spending too much time there. But the thing is, let's look at it in a more I think in a better way, that, you know, when you are looking to improve yourself in self-sovereignty, which is looking to to ensure that you do the best for yourself all the time, to get that clearing of negativity, to get changing of limiting beliefs, to really work on yourself. That's the most unselfish, selfish thing you can do. What's that, Cluffy? most unselfish, selfish thing? Yeah, you're dead right. Here's why it's unselfish. Because if you work on yourself and you make yourself the best version of you at this moment in time, and you have that constant never-ending improvement in your mind that you can make yourself even better, that you're living a joy, a life of joy and bliss and just generally enjoying being you, looking to improve everything you do about you through self-sovereignty, sovereignty rather, and doing the best for yourself, you get to feel the best you can. And the people that you love and the people who love you get to be around you when you are the best you can be. Isn't that what they want to be? They want to be around you when you're feeling the best you can be, not when you're a sorry ass or you're down and things. They don't want to be around you there. They love you, but I know what they choose. And when you are living your best life. And you've got that ecological bit, good for you, good for others, good for planet Earth. When you're doing that with ecological or an ecological mindset of constant never-ending improvement in all those categories, especially you, then they get to be around you when you're feeling the best. You get to be around them when they're feeling good about you. And that's where the selfish bit comes in, because you get to be around them when they're feeling good too. And you see, what is self-sovereignty? It's really about looking after you, what you devour. So it's just about diet, is it, Cluffy? No. It's a diet of what you take notice of. 
What do you read? What do you listen to? What do you say to yourself? How do you see the world? What are you taking notice of? That self-sovereignty is really, you know, cleansing yourself in a way that just makes you feel really good and allows you to be in a in the right state, mental state, physical state, emotional state, maybe spiritual state, to be who you really are. We've got those lovely things I love to say, and I know it's a little bit cliche now, but singing from your real voice, turning up and being the real you as best as you can right now. Not only learning, but doing what you learn. So knowing what you're doing and doing what you know and making sure that whatever you learn, you put into practice, you do it. That mastery, self-mastery. You know, maybe in simple terms, you could say it's like living to those four agreements. I'll remind you what they are. If you don't know, I will remind you. And they're so blooming simple, but they're not easy. What are you talking about? Well, the first one. Being impeccable with your words, the words that you speak, the words that you think, the words that you devour. Now, that's a toughie. Because, but these are supposed to be tough in the way that you can always get better. So you can get better at how you speak, how you, you communicate. Listen to people like Jordan Peterson. He can communicate. He thinks about what he says, and he's not the only one. There's a lot of good people like that. But again, what you speak is about comes from what you think about, how you think. Are you just taking one, one type of information or are you getting both sides of an argument maybe or more than two sides? There are loads of different information, the data, and then thinking about it. If you have problems, are you really thinking or are you just letting it go? What are the words you use inside? And do you catch yourself? And then everything you devour, what you're listening to, those words, the words that you listen to. And I, I, as I said, I, I take this to be what you see as well. So not only what are you reading, but what are you listening to? They're words too. And if, you, if then those words aren't impeccable, then you can think about how to change them. That's a biggie. Being impeccable with your words. If we could just strive to be a little bit more impeccable every day with our words. Wouldn't that aid your communication? When you get communication right, hey, things change. Second one, make no assumptions or do not assume. Now, when you think about that, (laughs) I even spoke to someone and they said, well, I don't assume, Paul. I said, well, I think you're assuming that you don't assume because you do. I've seen you do it. But don't assume. What What does that mean? It really means something. Like, look to the facts. Look to data, maybe in those perceptual positions, maybe going to, to imagine what that other person, going to that other person's shoes, as it were. What might they be feeling? And that's an assumption. So you should maybe ask and be impeccable with your words. Oh, they're all interlinking again. But just, if you can cut out your assumptions and think about things and act accordingly, speak accordingly. So easy to think about. A little bit more difficult to do, but hey, this is things that we can improve upon. And then the third, take nothing personally. Now, that's quite difficult because the way I was taught, your unconscious mind takes everything blooming personally. And it does. 
but it's a great filter to catch yourself. Just notice if you know what would life be like if you yes, you've got to take some things personally, but you know the things that are causing you uh grief are cause well, grief as in you know that's not grief as in death, but just causing me you know it's hassle it's that's that loose term of grief. See, not being impactful with my words there, am I? You know, when you're not reacting to things because you've taken them personally. Because we do, don't we? I know people will say things to me and I've bitten their head off because I thought they were moaning at me. They were criticising me. And I took it personally. Now, the mere fact is their communication wasn't great. But because I took it so personally, I've, I bit back and I wasn't impeccable with my words because I'd assumed something. Oh, my God, they all linked together. And the very last one, which is the one I love the best, is be your best. Because if you can constantly strive to be your best, being impeccable with your words, making no assumptions, ta- taking nothing personally, just being your best, being your best in your career, your relationships, your health and everything else, you fill in the blank. All those sub-levels. You try to be the best with your self-sovereignty. Sovereignty? Sovereignty. I'll never get that word right. In everything you devour. But again, self-sovereignty is also maybe things like, you know, journaling. Journaling to me is my little self-service of an MOT. So servicing myself. Getting some thoughts outside. And then maybe as I see and feel those things, trying to cleanse them, cleanse them in a way of learning from them and letting go so I could be a better person. I know when we teach timeline therapy, we say to our practitioners, now you know this stuff and you know that it works. Isn't it a good idea to maybe twice a year just go through emotions, negative emotions? And just clear them. So you're constantly doing your little six-month service of negative emotions and limiting beliefs to keep clearing yourself. What else is self-sovereignty? Well, it's the rituals you do, isn't it? You know, one ritual might be journaling. It certainly is my ritual. First thing in the morning, cup of coffee, get some music on. Boom, start writing. But I think some of the the rituals we can think of is, you know, being true to your values. What's really important to you? So understanding your values. What's important to you? Do you have a hierarchy of different processes for yourself? What's really important? And then how do they apply to your rituals? So your rituals could be, well, I'm going to have a ritual about my health, my diet, my fitness, meditation. I'm also going to have a ritual about making sure that I attend to my one-to-one, my romantic relationship. I'm going to have a ritual about making sure that I pay attention to my children, maybe, or my friends, not to let them go, to network, but network in such a holistic way. I'm going to think about having a ritual in my career. Goals, wishes, dreams. And they're all based on values, and they're all based around those four agreements, and they're all based about self-sovereignty. Because when you do all of this, and you, it's all really then. Well, the other bit I got before I got to there was just thinking now, 
is one ritual about doing things in self-sovereignty. Self, I cannot get that word right. Self-sovereignty is selfless service, which is doing things for others and expecting nothing in return. But doing it in the way that it's constant, never-ending improvement, doing it in the way that you're impeccable with your words and your assumptions and you're taking nothing personally, you're always doing your best, but expecting nothing in return, knowing that one thing you'll get is you'll feel better for it. That's a little bit selfish, unselfish. And the only problem with this is, and there is a problem of doing selfless service, because you're doing something expecting nothing in return with the full-on knowledge that there's a law, and there's a law of reciprocation. Reciprocity, I think it's called. So you've got to get it back anyway. So really that means then you've got to keep doing it more and more and more so you don't get quite so much back knowing that you will get more back. But what a wonderful law that is, especially if you're doing it for yourself, for others, a little old planet Earth, getting ecological again. And then when you think when you're doing all of this, so all this stuff on you, what do you get from it? That was an intended silence, by the way, because I just wanted you to go, oh, it's a question. What do you get when you do all of this? I get. See, there's another pause there. I love pausing. What do you get? Well, I, to me, see if you match with mine, you get to live a rich life. And a rich life, I don't necessarily, well, I don't mean money, but I mean it can include money, but a rich life in every way, every category, every emotion is wonderfully rich. Every return is wonderfully rich in the way it feels good. Everything you do feels rich, in which everybody gets to be a little bit richer in that rich life because of you, just because of you. So that's that bit of selfless service. But it actually, it's not just selfless service. It, to me, it's, this is the meta part of all of this. If you just dial back to where we started, why bother? Why bother with, you know, if you know that there's always more to do, there's always more to learn, there's always something you can, well, everything, not something, everything you can get better in, your personal development, your self-improvement, all those different facets and those sub-facets that you get to be and live a rich life that can only get richer because it can and it has to. And everyone around you gets to feel that little bit richer all because of you, because you never know how far the ripples of change go. So we ask our, ourselves the very first question. So why bother? Why is it important to bother? And I'm going to go to those three words I started off with. Dream, create, and excel. And when, to me, when you get those tattooed in your heart, you'll commit and schedule and do. And, well, all I can say is I really look forward to feeling the change that you create. Because I'll feel it. I'll, I'll get it in some way or other. I will get it. 
because I'll just know. And I'll be so proud of you. So proud of you. Because you're making a difference. You're dreaming, you're creating, excelling. And you're bothering to make things better for you, for the people in your life, and little old planet Earth. And that's the theme that runs through the PDU, Personal Development Unplugged. You know, making things simple, doable. In simplicity, there's genius. Nothing I've said today is, you know, it's, it's easy. Not difficult. It's difficult to do occasionally, but it's all doable. And the more doable it is, you just get a little bit better at it and you do a bit more and you do a bit more and you learn a bit more and you keep doing it. But that's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, it's, if you look through a lot of the old past episodes, this is all what it's about. And I'll go through, probably, I'll be inspired to do some episodes of how you do better through your career. You know, being a better you, promotion, running your own department, changing, changing careers. Your relationships, those want to run romantic with your family, with your social, with you, with your health, your diet, your weight, your fitness, your flexibility, meditation, mental health work. Each one of those is a different facet and a different one I can just keep going into. Now, to do that, I do need you to bother. I need you to bother to tell me, how can I help you? Which facet of all of this? Would you like to dive deeper in that you'd like a process on to help you because you're you're struggling maybe a little bit with that particular facet or more than one? I don't know how many. I know I'm struggling with them all. We all struggle, and it's a struggle that makes us stronger. So do let me know. You know the email address, and if you don't, if you're new here, by the way, welcome. I hope you've found a golden nugget or two. But the email address is feedback at personal development unplugged. It's my personal email for this website and for this this podcast. Don't go anywhere else. Only comes to me. It's confidential. So send me something. Send me some feedback. Is there something you'd like me to do differently? Is there something you'd like me to add? Is there something you'd like me not to do? I do realise sometimes I speak in little short bursts. Would you like me to try to speak in longer bursts? <laughs> I don't know. I do my best. And I'm hopefully getting a little better each time. Sure, if you compare this to when I first started this podcast, hopefully the quality of not only the audio quality, but the actual content and the way I deliver it is going to be a little bit better. I want to strive to make it a little bit better for you and for me, because this is this is a little bit of my self-sovereignty too. It's a bit of my selfless service. My own personal auditory journal, as I said. Because everything I say uh, comes from my heart as well, my life. So that was it. Let me know about the things that you need or any feedback that you have. Also, you know what I'm going to say? Share. Please share this, this episode. Please tell people around you about the PDU, Personal Development Unplugged Podcast. Get them to have a little listen. Let's not... Well, it is education, isn't it? It's me sharing what I know and then you sharing what you know from here and adding to it what you already know that would be awesome if you do that let's, let's spread the word get as many people as we can dreaming, creating and excelling so please do that for me I know it takes a little bit of time and I appreciate every moment you spend with me and I hope that you know the ripples of change that we're creating is something that you're getting a return on your investment for listening and doing 
And always remember, there's free hypnosis tracks. PaulCloughOnline.com forward slash podcast. There's 50 plus hypnosis and NLP processes there. Have a great time with those. And also, you know, if you want to, I call it supreme inner confidence because it's sort of clickbaity. But if you want inner confidence that creates an outer confidence in the world so you can do everything that we've just said with more confidence and competence have a look at paulcloughonline.com just scroll down the first page there's loads of stuff there there's say the supreme inner confidence course free your life of anxiety course and there's a two or three premium hypnosis is you know you get a great discount but sign up for it okay anyway have more fun than you can stand and i'm going to be back well in your ears in your mind very soon but now you've got to leave my mind okay so have more fun than you can stand and enjoy bye-bye warning you are now leaving the unplugged mind of paul clough it's time to fly on your own be brave my friend Personal Development Unplugged.